so I get in my car to go home and I call my partner and I go, we're going to buy the coffee shop, okay? And she's like, will that get you out of the house and working again? And I said, absolutely. She didn't even ask how much, right? She didn't she even just care. Like, no, yeah. Just go to work. Just stop yeah. aggravating all of us. All right, so I'm at 8120 North Hayden Road, northwest corner of Hayden and Via de Ventura in Scottsdale at Village Coffee Roastery. According to the website, science becomes art. Yes. Is that right? It is true. It's very, very true, <laughs> and, it, and it shows for sure. <laughs> so I'm with Lisa Stroud and Kurt Durking. Durking, yeah, you got it right. Durking, awesome, Durking, yeah. It only took like four <laughs> tries to get that. So uh, guys, thanks for doing this. Thanks. Yeah, seriously. thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've been coming here for, I haven't been here for a while, but I'll be honest with you. When I came in and saw you guys that first time, I hadn't been in for several months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, embarrassed. yeah. Yeah, Kurt's like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I recognize the face, but... <laughs> yeah. We know everyone. Yeah. I know, so. you do. Yeah, you guys, oh, where have you been since May 14th of 2017? Yeah. Um, so, no, love this place. I can't wait to dig into the story, but uh, but let, let's explain your roles first. So, Lisa, what is your... How are you involved here, Village? Uh, I'm the owner. I bought it uh, 12 years ago. Okay. Um, it's been here now. We're going on 23 years. Wow. And I was actually a customer for the first... 10 years. So um, this was the coffee shop that I came to. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. And now you own it. Now I own it. (laughs) And I used to always tell everyone because I don't live close to the shop and I'd be like, okay, let's go. We got to go to my coffee shop. And, you know, 10 years later, I ended up buying the coffee shop. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yep. I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear this story. We've talked about it before, right. and I remember all of it. So I'm going to see <laughs> if you were, you were telling the truth the last time. But <laughs> cross-referencing, though. <laughs> yeah. We'll get a little buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you said last time, Lisa. Come on. Uh, Kurt, what, what is your role here? At okay, Village well, I'm Coffee. the general manager here. Okay. I'm mostly in charge of keeping kids under control. You know, <laughs> the typical stuff that you'd find on any kind of manager duties, list, and responsibilities. But okay. Also, you know, in charge of hiring and making sure people are on track. Nice. You know? Which so. is easy, right? Oh, yeah. Totally easy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's the easiest part I'm about like part owning a place like yeah. this, right? Yeah. 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 Hiring yeah. the right people. Super yeah. Employees easy. Employees are always the easiest part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, you were, you were a customer first. Yes. So, t- so take me back to, to the beginning. Like, how, how did this place start? Been here 22 years. Uh, it started, this gentleman, Craig Selman, he started it. And he is a chemist. And what he did was um, he was hanging out with a bunch of his science friends, and they were arguing over coffee. And he said, uh, they said, you can't, you cannot duplicate the flavor of a roast unless you dark roast it. It's not possible. There's 850 plus organic compounds. You can't do it. And Craig said, want to bet? And so he opened up the coffee roastery. <laughs> Just based on an argument. Right. Like it to was, prove a point. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. It started, it was a hobby. And so he bought one of the best roasters in the world, imported it out of France, and he, um, he altered it. He took it and he re-engineered it on site. He, uh, then he added a computer to take out the people problem in it. And uh. so, because when you go to... Um, when you go to most roasteries, the roaster, the person who roasts, is, is the star. And in our coffee shop, the roaster isn't the star. The coffee is the star. Ah, so every roaster on the planet, other than 12, there's only 12 of us, have the ability to duplicate our roast 
with 99.8% accuracy. Wow. And that's at a medium to light roast where you can, you can duplicate a flavor if you over roast it. Um, but what he did was through the re-engineering of it, roasters fluctuate between nine and like 14 degrees, which with natural sugar, you can burn off sugar, you can caramelize sugar at the wrong time. And ours only has a one degree fluctuation. Ah. And because of that, we, the coffee is as sweet as, as it can be in a roasted form. Um, without adding anything into it. Without adding anything into it. Because, you know, you look at Europe, people drink espresso all day. Espresso is supposed to be have a sweet flavor to it. Yeah. And if you go around anywhere around the country, it, it doesn't. You have to add sugar. You have to add milk. You have to cover up flavors. Um, and there's there's different reasons for it, but um, most of it is, is in the roasting process, that picking of the beans. There's... There's all sorts of different factors in it. Yeah, that's interesting. So he took, and I think it, it even said these words on the website, is he, he took the human error out of it. He did. That he, element out exactly. of it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we mess shit up a lot, right? <laughs> there we go. That's, yeah. <laughs> Who was he talking to? I don't know. I don't know. It's either me or you. Not oh, sure. me? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I do all the time. I do. There's been times where we're this part in the podcast, and I'm like, guys, uh, I forgot to hit record. So oh, that was great, great warm-up, but uh, I've been checking. We're recording. Yeah. <laughs> So, but but it shows in the coffee too, right? Because that's so. When I started coming here, um, I lived down the street like Tatum and Shea, mm-hmm. right? And I and I found you guys. And um, what I loved is I'll, I'll I do a French press, or uh, um, I used to do French press, but now I do an Aero press. Mm-hmm. So oh, you nice. got to be on point with those beans for that to taste good. Absolutely. Because yeah. I've got stuff at like you know. Uh, different stores um, and it's like you know this all people are like oh it's the best coffee and I put it through that and I'm like no that is garbage it's funny because the easiest way to really like we're here all day almost yeah, every day pretty much right and it's funny because people come in and they'll go I want to try your coffee and you ask them, well, what do you drink? Well, I want to be able to try it. I was told you have to drink espresso to try it. Well, you can taste a difference in coffee. If you drink an iced mocha every day, then go and try an iced mocha somewhere else. You'll be able to taste the difference in the coffee. And the best way, if you really want to taste the roasting process, is to taste coffee that was cold brewed because there was no additional heat added. Okay. in in that process so that that keeps it at that purity level exactly so you can go and you can go okay well this is this is a cold brewed coffee no additional heat no sugars were pulled out of it in the brewing process so you can actually taste what that roast is supposed to taste like yeah Yeah, and how balanced the blend is and just how smooth it is yeah yeah like your voice could yes thank you I know it's very (laughs) it comes in all very well yeah I'm just going to carry this mic around with me wherever I go now. You should. you got a voice for a podcast, Kurt. You need to, uh, we need to get you on that for sure. <laughs> so um, there was something I was going to ask you about that. So oh, when we were talking before, you were talking about how, obviously, there's 12 of you guys that do this, right? Yes. Not everybody does it. Right. And some of the places that people tend to go to a lot definitely don't do this, right? right? What happens when, uh, when you don't do this to the, to the extreme of not doing it? If you know what I mean. Right. Well, <laughs> what happens is is there's only so much coffee in the world. So much. There's a lot of coffee, not a lot of good coffee in the world. And so if you're like one of the bigger chains, you can't supply all of your stores with premium coffee. 
you can say it's Arabica, and Arabica's great, but there are, are low-grade Arabicas, too. So um, what they do is they over-roast the coffee. And by over-roasting the coffee, you burn out all the natural flavors, and you just have what's left. Okay. Those natural flavors in a good bean are fantastic. You'll taste lemon, you'll taste chocolate, you'll taste all sorts of different berries. But in a bad bean, you don't want to taste those flavors. Yeah. So they'll over-roast the coffee. Now, the other part of that is, is if you have a lot of locations, you have a consistent taste in all of your locations. Of what's expected. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's for independent little coffee roasters. Um, you know, we roast multiple times a week. You, we're, we have to because coffee, once you roast it, it hits its peak flavor in 72 hours. Really interesting. Okay. Right. And not and many yeah. people know that. They right. get yeah. really confused. They think that the, right after it's roasted, you got to take a bag home, right. drop it in my coffee maker, however I make it. And it's just not going to taste right yeah. after until it matures. Right. It, it, oh, so it's, so even with it, so what you're saying is there's that 72 hour window to not drink it. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we try not to put out anything before that 72 hour window. Interesting. Okay, I thought you were saying like after 72 hours, then it starts to go down. But you're no. saying that window. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. So yeah. 72 yeah. hours, you hit the window, and all of a sudden, there's outgassing. There's all sorts of chemical things that are still happening. Yeah. So once you hit 72 hours, and you can see it, you you brew enough coffee at home. If you've ever um, you've ever ground coffee and then you try to brew coffee and it's too fresh it explodes ah. and it's because the coffee's too fresh interesting so you hit your 72 hour window then the coffee is great for 10 days ah. and then after 10 days it starts to deteriorate okay um and you know based on different factors it'll deteriorate quicker or slower um, like in arizona we're lucky because we're such a dry climate ah. it takes a little longer to deteriorate but if you were in like seattle because of that humidity, yeah. it deteriorates really quickly. So yeah. I should stop storing my coffee beans in my humidor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it was like almost past. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, really do that. I don't Give do me some that. water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a, co- a cool, dry, dark place, right, is really mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. Freezers are no no right? Yeah. yeah. It's so funny how, well, I think growing up, I mean, we grew up on, like, Maxwell House and Folgers and stuff. Yeah. And they, there's... The freezer probably helped, right? It probably tasted better with vegetables. Yeah, than with the right. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but now they have the. I've seen them, um, and I haven't upgraded to this level. But um, they've got actual things that'll uh, like take the gas out or something like mm-hmm. storage containers that are more than just like a jar, right? Right to help preserve that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, you can go buy coffee. You don't have to buy a month's worth of coffee. Right. You know, most places will sell you a quarter pound, half pound, or whatever. Like I. I buy coffee, or well, I don't buy it, but yeah. I get. <laughs> I bring coffee home every week, yeah. um, and I only bring enough coffee home of what I'm going to drink in that week. Yeah, um, and I just store it in this little jar I have at home. I, the amount of money that people spend for coffee is there's a lot of it that's not actually necessary. Ah, like interesting. If, if my my coffee maker at home, if you're looking at a coffee maker. All you're really looking for is that it holds a temperature. Okay. So if you're looking at a Mr. Coffee, does that hold the temperature? 
Um, and Mr. Coffee actually used to be a good coffee maker, except they use that uh, really bad plastic now, so it grows mold. Oh, gotcha. Okay, right. yeah. So, like me, I switched to a coffee maker that uh, it's metal and, and glass. That's it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. But if you like, if you look at like the the big companies that have the one cup brewers, yeah. Um, there, there's definitely some sort of mold problem going on in those. Ah, interesting. Uh, you and can if taste you're it. right, and yeah. you can taste it, it ruins the the morning, and people get like itches in their <laughs> right. Uh, you know yeah, yeah. And you're dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not necessarily dead, but um, yeah. but <laughs> allergies. Yeah. Oh yeah, allergies. Yeah. Right. Like we had yeah. our yep. one customer who mm-hmm. came in and she was making coffee at home and she was using one of those machines and she said. Every time I drink coffee, I get an itch in my throat. But if I drink coffee here, I don't get it. But I'm using your coffee in that machine. And I said, stop using that machine. Stop. Just stop right <laughs> Just now. Yeah. buy a metal and glass machine. Yeah, that's good to know. That's good to know. Well, let's backtrack a little bit because I, I like the story that you told me uh, when we first met about how you, uh, how you bought the place. Oh. Right? You're a customer for 12 years? As a customer for 10 years. 10 years, okay. Um, and I came in every day. And I'm actually pretty quiet. You wouldn't know that if you saw me behind the bar. But I'd come in every day. I got the same drink. And I'd get my drink and I'd walk out. And um, I, I worked for big corporate hotels and, and restaurants. And um, I would come in from time to time. And the owner would stop me. And he would go, Lisa, I have an idea. And I would go, okay, what's the idea? And he'd tell me. And, and like for I, like a new like a new bean or something like that. No, or, mostly uh, restaurant stuff. Oh, like, gotcha. You okay. know, with the food. Yeah. And and he would tell me, and I'd go. You know, people really just like a clean environment. Just clean the shop. Mm-hmm. Stop adding stuff. Just clean. Yeah. And next day I'd come in, and he'd add the new product, and and not clean the shop. <laughs> and that was fine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but one day I decided I was working for a, a big corporation, and I decided that I hated my job. And I, um, I quit, and I had nothing to do. And so not like, hey, I'm going to quit this job to go to this job. It was right. like, I'm just done. Yeah, done. Yeah. I can't deal with, with the corporate environment anymore. So, um, And I don't live close to here. I live in Phoenix. And so I stopped driving down here. And so about three months I hadn't been here, and a, a chef friend of mine said, hey, I want you to we want, wanted to look at a menu. And he said, let's meet at the coffee shop. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go. Yeah. So I walk in and one of the employees behind the counter looks at me and she goes, where in the world have you been? <laughs> I'm like, uh, s- sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I, I quit my job. I'm just, you know, hanging out. I have a meeting here. So yeah. she goes, well, we've been trying to figure out where you are. And this was before all the social media and there, you know, you, you, well, you can track anybody right, today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she said, but no one has your phone number. No one knows how to get a hold of you. And I said, well, I'm right here. I go, I go, what? She goes, well, you know, Craig has a question for you. I'm like, okay, well, here's my phone number. Tell him to give me a call. And I have a meeting. So I sat down and I'm in the meeting. Ten minutes later, Craig walks in the door. He goes, I heard you were in the building. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. I'm like, what? So important. You never listen to me anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm just going to tell you, just clean the place. Just right. clean the place. Just yeah. clean it. No matter what your question is, clean the place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, he said, I'm selling the coffee shop. And I just looked at him. I'm like, you would never sell this, this, even though, you know, all the different problems that are here, you love this place. You would never sell it. He goes, I have a buyer. 
And I said, now I start getting worried because this is my coffee shop that I go to. What are you going to do to my coffee shop? Is right. my coffee going to be the same? And, and uh, he goes, I have a buyer that I don't want to sell it to. He goes, they're going to change it. He goes, they're contacted architects. They're doing this and that. And I said, okay, what do you want me to do? Thinking he wanted me to look over the deal or whatever. And, and he said, um, I want you to buy it. And I said, okay. <laughs> I go, well, what, do you, what are they offering you? And he told me, and I started laughing. I go, you should take that check, run to the bank, and cash it. Right. <laughs> I go, because I'm standing in front of this counter, and I can tell you 70% of your equipment is broke. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So he goes, no. He goes, we don't care about the money. He goes, you know how important this place is to this community. He goes, you know, we've watched people meet each other and get married out of here and babies born and people die. And this is so important to, to this area yeah. that we want to save it. And I said, okay. He goes, we'll sell it to you for half the price. And if it takes you 30 years to pay us, then that's fine. Wow. And I said, okay. I go, well, give me 24 hours and uh, I'll tell you tomorrow. So I get in my car to go home and I call my partner and... I go, we're going to buy the coffee shop, okay? And she's like, will that get you out of the house and working again? And I said, absolutely. She didn't even ask how much, right? She didn't she even just care. Like, no, yeah. Just go to work. Just stop yeah. aggravating all of us. So, um, so I called him the next morning. I said, we're going to buy it. We'll pay you cash. Do a 30-day close. I want to work behind the counter, and you can't tell anyone we're buying it. Ah. So I did Undercover Boss for 30 days. Wow. And it was unbelievable, the really? things that I learned. Like, what would you mean? Um, like, my third day at work, one of, the, uh, one of the employees told me the best thing to do is to get high and then run that bar because <laughs> it is unbelievable. And, <laughs> and then another one. Well, you just, because you just came in as an employee. Right, right. Ah, I just came like in as, as an employee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and regulars, I've I've been around long enough. People are like, why are you here? I'm like, ah, I'm just screwing around. I have yeah. nothing going on. <laughs> Heather told me to go get a job. Yeah. So, um, and it's the beginning of a recession, and I can't find a job in my area. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but they, I had people teaching me how to steal, how to do all sorts of things. And so. he had no, I mean, obviously he had no idea this was going no, on. No, no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and I got to listen to customers and what aggravated them. And I was a customer for 10 years. I knew yeah. what aggravated me. So to get that feedback to make some changes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So instead of coming in as a restaurant owner, I got to come in as a restaurant owner who just happened to be a customer for 10 years. Yeah. And you know, if, I want to drink in the morning. I'm on my way to work. I don't have 20 minutes to wait for a latte when it takes, yeah. I know it takes a minute and 30 seconds to make it. Yeah. Um, so what was fun about it is my, my accountant, he said to me when I bought the shop, he goes, you need to raise the prices. We're starting a recession, raise the prices. And I said, okay, I know you're a real smart guy. <laughs> I know what you've done in your life, yeah. but I am absolutely not going to raise prices. Wow. What I'm going to do is I'm going to expand the customer base. And the last thing anyone needs in their life when a recession is starting is to be hit in the head and told they have to pay more money. Yeah. So we're going to keep the prices where we are. We're going to raise the quality of the food. Um, you know, my background was foods. Kurt's background is food. Yep. Yeah. Raise the quality of the food. And we're just going to get the community back behind the coffee shop. Yeah. And a year later, he came to me. He goes... I've 
would never say this, but you deserve to hear it, but I was absolutely wrong. Yeah, nice. That's <laughs> and, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And he said, he goes, keep doing what you're doing. Don't raise the prices yet. Wait like another year until this big bubble is gone. He goes, yeah. and then you can raise prices. And so, and that's what we did. So wow. it was pretty neat. It was that a lot is. of fun. And that feels good too to, to make that call mm-hmm. despite the advisement of a, yeah. of a finance person. Right. And he uh, was an amazing finance yeah. guy. He worked for, he was the vice president of finance for Exxon. And yeah. And so I have this big, you know, smart guy who's going, no, you have to do this. And I'm like, well, not listening no. to you. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine, Come back to me in a year. <laughs> right. You Go sit down and drink him. your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> not going to do it. No. Well, that's awesome. Well, in, in that's one of the things I really love about this place too is and I haven't I haven't got the feeling from it as much as I did today when I came in right so I've been here I took me about a half hour to set everything up and just seeing the people come in and out and this this is the most community coffee place that I've that I've been to yeah. like and I grew up in like a small town um, but this has an even more strong feeling of that people are coming in all the time like guys going up here and saying oh yeah do what you want is this what you want today oh, yeah. you know yeah. and and that's a lot to say in a busy place, right. right? You know, people know that in my 5,000, you know, population 5,000 right. Ohio mm-hmm. rural town. Right. But Scottsdale, right. that's well, impressive. And I think a lot of that has to do with, like, I grew up in Chicago. I grew up in a small town in Chicago. You knew everybody. Kirk grew up in Guam. Yeah. You right. know, the population is what, like six? Six and a half. Yeah. Six, well, five now. Well, I think a baby was born yesterday, so we might be expanding. <laughs> And so, um, so we just, one of the things I missed when I moved to Arizona was anywhere you go, nobody knew who you were. And the reason, you know, the coffee was great here, but I literally passed 17 coffee shops on my way to this coffee shop every morning. And I would come here because even if I didn't talk to anyone, everybody knew who I was. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't felt that since I left Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. We guys do a great job of, of cultivating that that feeling here. Yeah, um, we, we actively try to seek that out. Like, I mean, yeah. among customers and stuff. I mean, Lisa will always have a wacky story to tell someone. Yeah, you yeah. Know, who, like, yeah. The people that work the register, they're really good at memorizing names and just what they do. Yeah. Even when they flip through their summer drinks, through their winter drinks, or their food, you know, we'll come back and try to go the extra mile to be like, "Hey, are you going to get your usual?" And then we start it, even though they're like five minutes out from actually placing their order. Yeah. We try to do that with everybody and just you know make some friends while we're out here right that's great mm-hmm. and the guy that used to be here um uh, what was the girl's name that was here when i when i she made my um, my drink was that liana liana yeah. liana yeah um so i was asking her about there was a guy who was the um uh, the, who always used to make the coffees and he had he always wore a backwards hat and he had like the beard oh Fadi. what was his name Fadi. oh that dude was awesome right? he was always so cool to talk to because when i would come in i would always get like a drink and then I would try to figure out what beans that I wanted. And he'd always say, hey, dude, I got this. I got. Th- I know yeah. you like this. Why don't you try this out? Yeah, and he right. was so knowledgeable, mm-hmm. but just so down to earth, too. Right. You know, and that's. I think that's hard to get out here, especially in certain industries. Right. right. You, get oh, the, yeah. you get the real pretentiousness. And I, mean, oh, I do a lot of yeah. stuff with, with craft beer. And, and that community is pretty good, but you still get it. Right. And, and that. Oh, yeah. um, great coffee places, but you get that as well, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, for um, sure. And there's no reason for it, you know. No. Yeah. Like I've heard different stories from customers where they go into a place and they order a cappuccino, but they're not allowed to have it to go. And 
you can't add this to it. And I'm like, coffee is really personal. If you want to add 25 pumps of caramel to it, (laughs) and that's what your palate likes, we'll give you what you want. Right. Even if we don't drink it, we're not here to judge you on how you drink your coffee. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Well, well, I mean, like the other weekend, like, for instance, I think someone told me, well, I started to get, like, these iced cappuccinos, literally an iced cappuccino, and I was like, after the fourth one, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> right? And I was Kurt, like, I like, said, no fucking Kurt, swimming. Kurt, yeah, Kurt. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I haven't heard that one. Do we have to go back? No, no, no we can. We're live. We are live. We're on the air. We no, do have kidding. a lot of really inappropriate conversations here, yeah. but we yeah. normally and don't And I really felt like someone had, like, a sign outside. Another coffee shop came down and put a sign saying, this is the drink that you're going to order. But, you know, I didn't care at that point. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, as long as they're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. We're good. We're running a nice place. So You guys really are. And yeah. I honestly think I tell people all the time, I feel you guys are the most, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I think you're the most underrated coffee place in, in Arizona. Oh, I agree. I and, really do. And I've, I've said that for, like, years. Yeah. Like, it, it's unbelievable. We used to buy our coffee for one of my restaurants. Um, before I owned the shop yeah. from here and people would be like who is that I'm like it is I have traveled all over this country this is the best coffee I've ever had yeah. and nobody has heard of it yeah. and it's it's amazing it's like the one of the best kept secrets in, in Arizona yeah. um, it, like we've never done any marketing Right. you had to know someone who knew someone who's been here and talked about us. Yeah. Um, and our entire customer base has been cultivated that way. But I think that's great, though, too. Oh, yeah. Like, there's that... Um, I, I'd like to say I read the article, but I basically read the summary of it. It's uh, <laughs> the, the thousand true fans. Have you guys ever heard that that concept where this yeah. guy was talking about more, like, creative careers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to have 10 million followers. You don't have to have this. Right. You have a thousand true fans, people who are really the true true fans, right? right? right. And you guys have cultivated that. I mean, obviously more than a thousand, right. but those people are they're true fans of this right. place. Yeah. Well, and it, what's nice, you know, as long as I've been in restaurants and as long as Kurt's been in restaurants, one of the things they push in, in the restaurant industry is when you first open, you need a big punch, you need a build. And what's funny about it is my same accountant, he said, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I said, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I go, you know, that's everything I've learned from restaurants and I'm not doing it because if you cultivate business on a slower level, I know, and Kurt knows, when a new person walks in the shop every every time. Yeah. yeah. You know, we know everybody who walks in. So when someone walks in, we're like, who's that new person? Go find out who they are, <laughs> yeah. what they drink, yeah. why they found us, and what they're doing here. Yeah, that's good. And, and it's, it's nice. We've actually been able to build relationships because of building business slow. Yeah. And when you build it too fast, people come in, they try you, and bam, they're gone. Yeah. Our our ways, all we need you to do is come in twice, yeah. and you're hooked. You're Hook. not going anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, we'll get you. Right? Mm-hmm. We'll get you. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> that's good though because you, it means you care, right? Yeah. You're not just like, yeah, hey, hurry up, like, let's get them out in right. and out. It's like, wait, who is this person? Right. Like, let's, that's. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. It really is. And you know what? It helps that you guys make good coffee, too. Right. I don't even think we've really talked about that coffee. But, <laughs> I uh, know. Um, but I used to get the the Sadamo. It's really good. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite. The Sadamo. Out of all of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Why? Um, I like sweet. Okay. And yeah. I also don't like drinking coffee when it's just out of the brewer. So it has different flavors. Okay. When it just comes out of the brewer, you might taste this, you might taste that, but... 
when the Sanamo drops maybe 15 degrees and is getting not room temperature, but a little hotter than room temperature, you have this sweetness at the end and these lemon flavors that pop through. And um, I've been, I, that's what I did. I'd come down here every week, get coffee. In, I've worked in all different states and I'd go and try different coffee in different states. And eventually like two weeks in living in a new state, I'd call the coffee shop and go, can you send me coffee? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But it, it's yeah. Uh, the Sadamo for me because I like sweetness. Yeah. Has always been my favorite. Gotcha. Kurt, do you have a favorite? Yeah, actually, mine would have to just be the espresso. I the mean, espresso, I make okay. cold, cold brew at my house all the time, yeah. and it's such a good blend. That's why I mentioned it earlier, you know? Yeah. You can really taste how balanced it is. Um, I mean, it's just really good. Kurt yeah. likes so the much. Sumatra, too. Uh, yeah, the Sumatra. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to pin that on me. They're trying to pin that on me. Yeah. Turn it off, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you guys, so you do, um, one thing that I really liked was on the website, it has, you guys have something, I don't even have to say it, programmed into there. There's something on there that helps you find the right coffee for you. Yeah. Right? How was that? Was it's that? like a match.com for yeah. coffee. Find, <laughs> nice. your, yeah. find your perfect bean. Which I'm more for that anyways. Right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, coffee and wine, we use the same wheel in coffee that we use in wine to describe it. Okay. And they have the same attributes. So um, basically, me and Kurt just sat down and we said, what attribute does this have? And we just made up an algorithm for it. Wow. And yeah. so uh, nice. then we sent it over to our computer people who understand those things and, and they yeah. put it together for us. So. You guys just had a pile of paper. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure this out. Right? Please. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is what we want. Now figure out how to program that. And, and they did. Yeah. They did a great yeah. job of it. it so. Looks really good. I got to yeah. do it because I come in, I like, I know, like, so I'm going to get a bag of something. I don't know what, probably the Yerga Chef, probably mm-hmm. Sadama, maybe a half pound of each. Um, but I should maybe go on there and do it myself just <laughs> to see if yeah. Like that's maybe I'm missing out on something, right. you know. I do like the pea berry too. Is that the Tanzania? Yeah, Tanzania. Yeah, yeah. That that's such good. a different taste from from us, uh, Sadamo and your chef. That's I just, interesting. I, just, I like them all. I think. <laughs> I think it's just sometimes like with the Yurga chef, it, it's I think it's too lemony for me. Not too lemony, meaning like the, like how it's prepared is too lemony, but right. just sometimes it just shifts, right? Like with beer, like yeah. Kurt, your beer guy. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'm on a huge IPA kick, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I need some Got posters off. for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Like Still love lagers, IPAs, yeah. but yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna yeah. see what it suggests for me. It's really funny because people who've taken the test, they'll take it. You know, it's asking you different food items. What yeah. you prefer over this one, and um, and it always comes up different depending on how you're feeling that day and what yeah. you have a taste for. So when you take the test. If you had these choices on any normal day, not right the second, what yeah. would you pick? Uh, and that's how yeah. you found, find your actual match. But, you know, we had a guy who took it, and I think that one of the questions was, do you prefer, like, water, tea, wine, or something? Yeah. And he picked water. And I go, why oh, would yeah. you pick water? Because, <laughs> because I know what kind of coffee you drink. Yeah. Why would you pick water out of all of those? And one of them was scotch, yeah. and I thought for sure he'd pick scotch. Yeah. And he goes, I'm really thirsty, Lisa. I go, <laughs> I go, okay, if you weren't really thirsty, what would you pick? He goes, scotch. I go, right, right. okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Right at this moment, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, my belly's a little big, so I'd probably go <laughs> broccoli <laughs> over pizza. No, you would not choose right. that. Yeah. Exactly. So just answer it honestly on how you would pick on a normal day for Good. 
Mm-hmm. Well, anybody listening then, so you should go to what is it, villageroaster.com? Villagecoffee.com. Villagecoffee.com, yeah. Um, go there. You can do the, uh, you can do it. it, it I, I'm excited to do it. Yeah. I might it, do it actually before I buy a bag just real quick. Just so to see what it, happens. Just to see. Yeah. yeah. It takes be, like two minutes. Okay. All right, good. And good to uh, know. sometimes the ones that come up are not what's roasted yet, but oh. that's okay because in two or three days it'll be back up there. So. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I'm going to come up with like 100% match. <laughs> don't leave without getting this. I'm like, ah, oh, they don't have it. <laughs> nah. Um, but also subscription service, right? You mm-hmm. guys do, what? what is that? Um, you can sign up for a subscription that you get coffee once a month, every two weeks, whatever you want. Delivered? We'll send it to you. Wow, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Okay. And we just send you a mixture of different things unless you write us and you go, no, 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 I don't I don't like any of those. Yeah. I just like Sadamo. Uh, and then we'll just send you that every month. So. How um, do you put into the package, though, this environment? <laughs> right? You can't. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. If you're within 200 miles of this place, come get your own coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy right. the great, the great mm-hmm. ambiance and culture here. But yeah. you but can't get the charm through yeah. the uh, no. through the mail. I <laughs> bet you. You know what? If you put, if you guys get your put your heads together, put it mm-hmm. on paper. I bet the algorithm guys can figure it out <laughs> right. somehow. Right? right. Yeah. Put me on a drone. <laughs> yeah. Shoot right. me across the U.S. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, there's Kurt there's again. Kurt again. Oh, man. You like to travel. I do. I love traveling. <laughs> there you go. My drone would be preferable. I'm gonna start taking notes on this because I think we're on the. <laughs> um, and then also, I saw wholesale. What, what does that? What does that entail? Um, that's for you know restaurants, businesses, whatnot. Oh, okay. um, yeah. If you buy over twenty pounds in a month, we'll set up a wholesale account for you. Um, we don't get involved in equipment, although we know every equipment dealer that we can okay. send you to. But um, the but the funny thing to me about a wholesale and and uh, and equipment is. There's a lot of places out there that will provide equipment for you. Okay. But they build it into the price per pound. And I always say, you know, one of the things that I don't like when doing business with anyone is I hate contracts. I want to be able to fire someone whenever I want to. <laughs> right. And what's funny is, you know, we've had the same vendors for, for years 12, 15, years. 17 years. Wow. But I just like having options that I don't yeah. have to pay out $1,000 to cancel from because you did a bad job. Yeah. So what we do here is since we don't get involved in the equipment part, you know, we're, we have to be on point every time with our coffee. And you can cancel anytime you want. You want to go with a different coffee company, go with a different coffee company. Um, and we're okay with that. You know, yeah. I don't see why you would. but. Right. Doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. Who are these other people? <laughs> right. What are they? What are they brainwashing with? Yeah. Right. But our wholesale, our wholesale price is is very reasonable for a premium product, and it's mainly because, well, we do two things. I hedge coffee, so when the coffee price is down, I buy lots of shares, I buy lots of commodities, and I have them sitting there, and and then I purchase a lot of coffee. I have coffee beans stored here. I have coffee beans stored in Houston. Um, because of the way that we deal with the purchasing of the coffee, we haven't raised our wholesale price in six years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Six wow. years. And I don't know any company who sells coffee wholesale who can say that they've done that. Wow. Um, That's because, impressive. Right. Most people just buy what they need to get through the next month. Yeah. Um, and we don't do that. And it's not like we're getting old. We're not getting old coffee. We're right. just buying the futures. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So we can secure that price so we can keep the price normalized for everyone because yeah. when it comes to wholesale I've run enough restaurants and Kurt has too you know when you get a bill for something for let's say blueberries yeah. and in the summer 
you're paying $12 for blueberries, but in the winter it's $60. You can't keep changing your prices back and forth. It's not fair to uh, a customer. That's true. Yeah. Right? Yep. So we try to make sure that if we can control the coffee portion, that that's the portion that doesn't doesn't change in price over over and over again. Interesting. <laughs> and this is just my dumb brain wrapping around this, but it's like the equivalent of the budget form of your electric bill, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. In the summer, it would be five hundred. Yeah. Right. In the winter, it would be right. Okay. Right. So, right. I, I got you. I got so you. So you can actually That's plan. Awesome. You know, as a as a small business owner, you need to be able to plan that this is what my bill is going to be so at least I can make some profit. Yeah. Um, and so that's how we work everything with wholesale. Gotcha. Very mm. cool. Very yeah. cool. Food, too. I've had, the only thing that I've had, embarrassingly, is the, was it the Phoenix burrito or the, what is the? I don't know. We have a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in the middle of changing the menu again. Uh, there was a burrito that was. Um, <laughs> is it the short rib burrito? No. Oh, man, the coffee maybe. Coffee short rib? I don't, know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was good. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, everything looks so good. But no, that, you, well, you said one of the things you did when you bought it was upgraded that food menu. Yes. Right? This is a great, great food menu. I love that quiche is under other stuff. Right? <laughs> that's usually like a highlight, right? That's yeah. one on the top. But right. so, what's, tell me about the food program. Uh, well, uh, Kurt is actually a chef. Oh, for a while, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And, and my whole background is in food and, one of the things that has always bothered me when it comes to coffee shops, what we focused on was things that bothered us. Yeah. And we fixed those in this coffee shop. Um, and if you go to a coffee shop, you can either have good coffee or good food. And we said, we can have both of them. Yeah. And so we have Kurt. And Kurt writes our menus. Kurt does all sorts of things for us. Yeah. Jack of all trades. <laughs> Your value is growing as we're talking. 36 minutes in, oh my God, and I finally realized why he's sitting here. Yeah, no. he's, Now he's going to ask for a raise. I know. <laughs> so I've got this on recording, Lisa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so how do you how do you create that? Like, how do you how do you create the menu for what you guys can have? Well, we look at what I mean. First off and foremost, like you always look at what people is popular with people. Yeah. We want to keep it fresh, but we also don't want to overcomplicate things. Right. I mean, we don't hire chefs to run the kitchen. I mean, we were hired employees. Yeah. So that would be like a whole other training level to hire people who cook professionally. Gotcha. Back yeah. there. And we just don't have the space. I mean, it's a very small shop. So we try to look at what's feasible, what tastes good. And if Lisa has anything that she's really interested in eating, yeah, yeah. we put that on the menu. That's a great, yeah. that is, yeah. man. Right. I well, like Kurt will come up with a menu. And like the last menu, Kurt came up with this great menu. And then... I, I have these weird dreams, and they're always about food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I walked in one morning, and uh, Kurt was off. And I picked up the phone at 6 in the morning. I go, Kurt, I have an idea. You need to come down to the shop right now and eat this idea. Yeah. And it was the Wonder Waffle. Yeah, and of course I come down. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, and that's the one with yeah, the logo, the Wonder Woman logo. Yeah. yeah. So eggs, what is that? Two Belgian waffles, right? <laughs> yeah. Scrambled eggs, bacon, Yeah. And then um, put a little bit of maple syrup all over that. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty intense. Yeah. So, so wonder as in, like, I wonder how I walked out after I ate that kind of... <laughs> oh, yeah. You can go into, like, a mini sugar coma after it, but it is But with a smile on your face. But you know what's really funny, though, about the whole thing is that the menu part is really easy for us. What's really 
the more fun and challenging part is coming up with the names. <laughs> I was just going to say that. There was whether it's a what's up turkey. Yeah, what's up yeah. turkey? <laughs> yeah, what's up turkey? Yeah, yeah. If you, and if you don't order it that way, we don't sell it to yeah, you. Yeah, we don't sell it. Uh, so if I would order it the way I uh, can I have the what's up turkey? Yeah. Just, do people get embarrassed when We'd they order We'd be like, it? yeah, go outside, come back again. <laughs> yeah. <it."> yeah. <laughs> right. right. Uh, yeah, people feel uncomfortable when you make them say stuff that they don't want to say, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's actually a lot of fun. We yeah. have a lot of fun with our customers awesome. since we know probably 90% of the people who come yeah. in. Yeah. So we come up with fun names just to make people say them. <laughs> well, I like you're looking at them. And you, I don't even, like, what is all shook up? All shook up. That's oh, a good one. It's a, yeah. It's the Elvis sandwich. Not, not many people get it because it's just like a lot of bacon and <laughs> stuff in it like that you don't really want to get. Really? First it thing in the morning. Amazing. Yeah. Like, that sounds amazing. Kurt, you just sold it. Like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's bacon, bacon and, and, and like, cheese. Yeah, and I think and like there's like ranch in it. Yeah. <laughs> Deep fry it. Yeah. Yes. And the summer breeze and the legend. That's yeah, the, it's just the summer, summer breeze was the one that you had to dream about, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. it was. What is that's, that? That's the one. It's brie with uh, apricot preserves, bacon, and then you press it, and then you put a little balsamic glaze on the top of it. Wow. Yeah. Like press it as in like a sandwich, like a panini yeah, kind panini of sauce? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's nice and warm, and then you just have the sweetness, the saltiness, the creaminess, and then little bitterness of the balsamic. It's, yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of dreams. I just pictured Guy Fieri <laughs> just eating that and just be like, oh, all right. <laughs> It's like dripping down his like button-down shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, with his spiky hair. Yeah. And stuff. I love that guy. Right? Oh, he's, he's, awesome. he's, he's awesome. polarizing. Some people are like, ah, I can't stand. Him. I love him. I think he's great. Um, we got to get him here. We got to yeah. get him. Oh, this, that'd be cool. This yeah. is. Uh, I mean, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I don't know. I'll, you I'll got our hopes up. Tweet him or something. Yeah, I know. So, um, well, guys, this has been awesome. Thank you so yeah. much for joining me. Thanks for, for creating this awesome place. This is, it's so many people have come in, and this lady over here was just waving to us. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so yeah. She's a regular. She right? was actually the first customer of the coffee shop in 1996. Like the, when this place opened? Yeah, the day wow. it opened. Wow. Do you think she would want to talk for a second? I don't know. Do you want to talk on the microphone for a second with us? Would you like to talk? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna scoot over. That, I mean, that's just like that's this like perfect awesome. perfect timing. <laughs> the first customer to ever walk in. I know, isn't that amazing? Yes, and here she is again. <laughs> and uh, and what is your name? Patricia, yeah. Patricia, thanks for, for joining. So these guys are just telling me about this awesome place. And you were the first customer here? Well, Crick, who started it, said I was the first customer. Okay. And six other people who told <laughs> the first customer. Uh, yeah. So Craig was just a schmoozer. Schmoozer, is that the right word? We don't know exactly who the first one, but she was definitely in the top six. That's awesome. <laughs> so do you live close? Somewhat close. Somewhat close. Mm-hmm. Well, from, from what Lisa was saying, it doesn't really matter no, if you live closer. No, they come from everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Now, this is the cheers of coffee shops. That is awesome. Everybody knows your name. Yeah. That was, so, what, so what has kept you coming here the, this whole time? Our 12, charm. 22 Probably years? We're so charming. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is just people audio, so like you shook your head no, but you're like, of course, yeah. People, people come here for the coffee. Yeah, it's and phenomenal. And because the people here are incredible. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a go-to? Like when you come in, do they say, hey, here's, here's your 
your dish and your drink? Or no. do you mix it up? No, because Lisa keeps telling me that I keep changing. She changes. That's good, though. She has two, three different drinks she goes to, and it depends on what the weather is outside. Oh, really? <laughs> Whether I had onions yesterday uh, or right. planning on chocolate tomorrow. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. What are they? What are, what are her drinks? Uh, she does an iced opio with a little raw sugar. Uh, she'll do a small latte, not filled up all the way. And sometimes she does an ice mocha if she's picking up a drink for her mom, too. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. Were you just impressed there, too? <laughs> and I like their floppy bacon. No, uh, I don't like their floppy bacon. I love <laughs> <laughs> What is the floppy bacon? Is that like the I specific don't like brand? it burnt. Uh, I'm the so same there way. are the burnt people and there are the floppies. Oh so gosh. I learned how to ask for it as floppy bacon. Oh, I like that better because I always ask for chewy bacon. And people are like, that sounds gross. Floppy sounds much better than chewy. We did a <laughs> so good. We did like a month taste test on bacon. Really? And we involved a lot of customers. We'd make bacon every day. We'd put it up, make everyone try it. And we have one customer who's been with us since the beginning, too. Yeah. And she, one of the first things she said to me when she found out we bought the shop was, I hate your bacon. You need to change the bacon. So, wow. Yeah. So for a month, we kept putting bacon in front of her. Try that one. Try that one. And finally, she said, that's the one. That's, that's the, the one. bacon I want. And yeah. so, um, yeah. So we finally found the bacon. That's another great thing <laughs> to be known for, bacon. I mean, that's <laughs> coffee and bacon. Yeah. And the greatest thing is you can come in and say, oh, this changed. <laughs> and they will check it out. Oh, yeah. wow. This is. Yeah. Well, and especially with coffee, you know, depending on the, uh, the crop that came out, the, even if Sadamo is your favorite, sometimes the cro- that particular crop isn't as good as yeah. this one over here. So, you know, things change. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. Well, hey, thank you for joining. Thank you so yes. much. Everybody, come, 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 come. Yes. Come to the Village Roastery. Right. But not all at once because then no. we're, yeah. Okay, no. yeah, you can come all at once. <laughs> yeah, me all and Kurt right. might lose our mind a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah, come at a reasonable rate. Um, yeah. Well, guys, thanks so much. This is this has been great. That was icing Thank on the you. cake right there. Thank you so Thank much. You, Patricia. Yeah. Um, Patricia, that was, I feel like that was kind of set up a little it bit. It wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm just I was texting under the table. <laughs> Get in there now. Okay, ready, go. Red team, go. Red team, go. So, okay. I'll say it again. Most underrated coffee place in Arizona. Yep. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, check them out. 8120 North Hayden Road, northwest corner of Hayden and Via Daventure in Scottsdale. VillageCoffee.com Yes. We didn't even talk about how uh, how nice Kurt's arms are to look oh, at all day. <laughs> I thought we did. I was going to oh, I just took the best for last why we were doing that. Yeah, no, we're going to do a whole episode about that. Right? So. <laughs> Kurt, nice job, buddy. Keep Thank you. Keep Thank you. Uh, and you're on uh, social media, Buff, yeah. Buff Coffee Guy. Yeah, Buff Coffee Guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's my handle on uh, Instagram. So beautiful. I'm Love hoping it. for a million followers. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, He's you Buff guys are and he has a smooth <laughs> jazz voice. He does. He just keeps adding to that resume, right? <laughs> um, and you guys are on all social media. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are we on Twitter? I don't think so. I just don't join I Twitter. Think we have uh, Twitter, but. Mostly Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That, me too. Keep it I, real. I don't like Twitter that much. I feel like it's dying, but then yeah. people are like, "No, it's not dying." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not, all right, I'm just lazy then." So <laughs> just go with that. So, uh, so I'll put everything in the show notes too. Your guys' social media accounts, website, all that stuff. Go in there, uh, do the coffee match. But um, yeah, guys, thanks. Hey, for, awesome. Thank you. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Uh, thanks for sh- supporting the show. Uh, Tapthatazy.com is the website. Um, 
Facebook, Instagram. Like I said, just started Twitter, but probably not going to. I'm going to have my one yeah. my one tweet, and that's <laughs> it. Um, help the show out, too. Help the show grow. Uh, go to iTunes, give a rating and review, and also just launch my Patreon page, so it helps you guys be part of this whole process. So check it out, patreon.com forward slash tap that AZ podcast. So always remember, stay awesome. Dice que me pongo